Entanglement. A Modern Frankenstein. A novel by Drew Bixby. Part 1 of, Chapter 1, Quantum Connections. Austin, Texas. April. Lakesa. Have I been hacked? Lakesa suggested it loudly enough that Tristan poked his head into the room and asked, What? I don't think so, Lakesa continued to herself, but something just isn't right. Lakesa shouted as though the perpetrators were in the unoccupied downstairs portion of her house, If I discover someone's been prodding my account, I'll make them pay. Are you sure it's a hacker? Tristan said from behind her in the room. No. I'm not sure, Lurker. She snapped. Hey, hey. I just came in to see if I could help since you've been cursing up a storm for 20 minutes, he responded backing away with hands protecting his chest even though he didn't expect her to throw anything. I'm sure not. You've got some solid code, there. Lakes's long fingers fluttered over the keyboard, but not as fast as her mind desired. Lakes Livingston always drew attention by how quickly she could code. She stood out for her skill long before she stood out for any good looks. On appearance alone, she was the first to be overlooked. Her frame was best described as thin from her head and nose down to her ankles. She was of average height and average looks, but even non-techies could tell there were impressive gears working behind her piercing gray eyes. It was not her appearance, but her presence which commanded a room. You know, Tristan, having written a few functions of code for this does not make you an expert in the whole thing, Lakesis said, turning to the blonde-haired man behind her. Tristan was about the same age as her, the same height as her, and also thin in frame like her, but he didn't possess the presence of Lakesa. If there were a single light source in the room, he would be in Lakesa's shadow. He did have a prominent patch of scruff he was experimenting with for a goatee, but Lakesa and her sister, among others, had been quick to warn him against it. Yeah, but the code works, doesn't it? You never have to worry about that linking issue again, do you? I'm just glad you remember I did something. Indeed, even though Tristan worked on his own separate project, he had offered to help her in the early days with a sticky problem. He had written a small section of code which had addressed the situation until they found another way around it. It was the only code he had written for her and it nagged her that Tristan liked to remind her of it. Those reminders only served to make her think of all the code they someday had to revisit and refactor, which was what developers called rewriting a portion of the code to be more effective or efficient in one way or another. There was always old code which was a temporary bandage to a problem in the logic which turned out to be less than temporary. The problem was finding the time to go back, find those places, relearn the intended logic, and fix them without creating bigger issues. But I couldn't say what it does. I'm not even sure we are still using it, Lakesa chided as she laid down several additional lines of new code on one of the screens in front of her. Well that makes me feel good, Tristan said in a sigh. I'm not here to make you feel good. Lakesa said. A successful entrepreneur like yourself shouldn't need a struggling entrepreneur like me to make you feel good. Duly noted, Tristan muttered behind her. Lakesa also muttered, but at the computer as though instructing her fingers on what to do next. She didn't feel like her nervous system was functioning as fast as it needed to. Sometimes, she wished for a direct connection from her brain to the code. She needed this project to work because her funds were running low despite cost-cutting. She had bought this small family home in a quiet neighborhood almost a year before with the proceeds from her previous employment. As she began her project, she wanted more financial security. Tristan had come along at the right time, 
looking for a quiet place to live and work on his own project. Lakesa had assumed that being in the proximity of a serial entrepreneur would help her. She did not know back then that serial was a stretch. She now perceived Tristan more of a one-hit wonder as he struggled to make ground on his second venture. Regardless, she appreciated his rent payments in exchange for the master bedroom. Other than attention, Tristan did not require more at a time when she needed to focus on making progress. Is it just my internet? She whispered as she tried other configurations, settings, ping tests, and other coding efforts. She yelled to the room, Tristan. Is your internet working? Tristan. She waited for only a second, but he had clearly gone. She cursed, then spoke to her monitor since she was alone in the room now, I'll flip if this is just the internet connection. Lakesa imagined her commands going through her local Wi-Fi network, across miles of cables to the Zeri's data center, through their firewalls, and into her environment there. She thought through each component in that environment to identify where the current issue might reside. Even though she was not in the same room as them and had never seen them with her own eyes, she imagined hovering over each component as though inspecting each distinct piece for the source of her current failures. Zeri's housed and maintained servers and storage devices. On each server was a motherboard with processors, many high-power processors for the type of work she was doing. The physical server was divided into many virtual instances, which were many computers sharing those processors but acting like their own computer with their own operating system. There were also databases which ran on their own virtual instances with their own storage devices. The data living there was intended to be mined by her instances to produce valuable output data. The mining process as soon as it ran properly on the instances she created, would generate output data and leave that data in those same databases. At the heart of these components was the quantum processor, which completed the complex complications at the request of her computing instances. The key was a set of functions she had written and dubbed QConnect which connected every instance to that same quantum processor. She already had one successful instance running. As long as that instance was generating output and other metrics, she could leave that one alone. She was trying to get one more like it. Even though few people could, or needed to, understand the complex logic she was running, creating a second instance should not have been difficult. She had the first working one as an example, after all. Hey, Dimitri, are you there? Can you connect to the instance? She received no response. Lakesa was buried in monitors. Four large monitors created a wall in front of her and two more flanked the side. An assortment of bobblehead dolls from various sci-fi shows and cartoons flanked the gap below the monitors and her laptop was branded on the back with stickers of different software applications which only a true software geek could know, let alone use. Maybe it's just the internet, she uttered again after several more rounds of entries. Better freaking be, she said as she considered all the funds she had put into this and that now she could not access the code which they had spent months on. Granted, it had only worked the one time. Something had to be different about that environment or some software code Dimitri pushed into that environment that was somehow not reflected here. As much as she was frustrated, she fired on all cylinders in challenges like this. She loved the process of trying new things, failing, trying something else, failing again, and eventually succeeding. She knew she was on the forefront when she posted the first questions on topics in online forums. She hated the forum contributors who were quick to say, why would you do it that way? Just do this, obviously. Don't make it difficult. Occasionally, they were right, but more often they were narrow-minded developers unwilling to see how systems could be pushed. Some of those would eventually see the light of the path she was pioneering. 
she continued to leverage those minds as much as educate them along the way. As such, she had built a strong following. The narrow-minded ones added themselves after a few exchanges. She did not waste further time on their arrogant lecturing. She had been actively coding since she was 10. She had quickly gained a reputation building add-ons to games in those years. She also had done some hacking in her early years, but did not like the stress involved with always feeling like she was going to get caught. Originally, she was not confident enough in her skills. She had been told by other developers there were always smarter people out there who would see what she was doing. Over time, she met many of those smart developers, but the smartest ones who could have caught her were preoccupied with their own explorations. That realization emboldened her, not to do more hacking, but instead to explore new frontiers. By college, she was building search algorithms, which were often more complex than necessary. Her professors chided her to make her code simpler. She didn't understand until she started paying more attention to the code of her classmates. She saw them achieving the same outputs as she in a fraction of the lines of code. One time, she devoted an all-nighter to writing a section of code. She was aghast to see that several classmates had come in the next morning with only a few lines of code and a full night of sleep. She had not considered an existing function which could achieve all she had done. Her professor had congratulated her on being able to recreate all the critical goals of the function, but ultimately dinged her for not using what already existed. It had been eye-opening for her as it had been a waste of time and effort to not consider what existed. She did not make that mistake again. By her senior year, she was working with quantum computers and understanding their failings. While traditional computers worked with a binary system, the smallest piece of data was either a 1 or a 0, quantum computers worked on a system allowing an entire range of values. Using traditional computers was like needing to conduct all transactions with pennies compared to quantum computers using all denominations of coins and bills to carry out transactions. The power of the quantum universe was still not fully understood, but its potential was immense. When it could be harnessed. The problem was that quantum computers required very precise management of the quantum chips which were used to manipulate small particles. These particles did not always behave as expected. Scientists knew that the traditional laws of nature do not apply at the quantum level. It was like holding a $100 bill that suddenly became two bills one moment and didn't exist at all the next or maybe never existed. Quantum computers were still in the early stages, but they were even more nascent and unreliable when Lakesa began working with them. What was particularly frustrating for her was not being able to distinguish failures due to her code from those due to the machines themselves. By the end of her senior year, she was helping graduate students and professors alike test the limitations and possibilities of quantum computing. She continued to engage in discussions with them in the few years since she graduated. She also built a community of other students across the world, which is how she met Dimitri before she graduated. Lakesa understood the complexities of quantum as well as some of the brightest minds of her time, but she could not work through her latest challenges. She felt blocked but she couldn't stop pushing forward. Continued on part two. This is Drew Bixby. Entanglement has been a weird fascination for me. I hope you are enjoying the book as much as I've enjoyed putting it together. I do have two requests for you, and both cost no money. First, if you are enjoying this, please share it with others. My initial goal is to get to 1,000 downloads. I need your help to get there. Think of two people you know who enjoy podcasts 
or enjoy reading sci-fi? Seriously, who comes to mind? Now email them right now with this podcast link. Second, I would love your feedback. I don't believe the book is where it can be. Not yet. It requires a mind collective. It won't be the same as the one in the book. Oops, spoiler. But still, join me, Adam, Lexa, Tristan, Bester, and Nora on Slack. You will get first access to new chapters. All I ask is to join and give me some feedback in Slack. I take it seriously so you can say, that change was because of me. Tell you what, send an email right now to adam at yellowkayak.org to join the Slack group. Then send the podcast link to two people you know. I look forward to connecting. Thank you. Engage with Adam directly on Twitter at entangled underscore Adam. That is entangled underscore A-D-A-M. Welcome to the Mind Collective.